if you lay these things before the brothers, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, being nourished with the words of the faith and of the good teaching which you have closely followed. 1 Timothy 4.6 This week, we continue the series titled Vital Companions, with sharing from Brother Minoru Chen on vital companionship, being nourished with the word and being revived each morning. This meeting was held during the 2013 International Thanksgiving Conference in Schaumburg, Illinois. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. A few points I would like to um, talk to you about. Um, the, the first thing is and by the way, talking about relationship, and we talked about one thing about sheep, I'll come back to sheep. Um, a sister came up to me last night who was a Kiwi, meaning a uh, New Zealander, and uh, she said, I know everything about sheep because I grew up with sheep and I lived next to a bunch of sheep my whole life. And she said, let me tell you, the sheep are the dumbest animal. It's not just kind of below the pig, it is like really bad. Um, he said, make no mistake, that is a fact. So, okay, I thought. Um, um, but uh, another thing about the sheep is gregarious. They are, they have to associate with others. And other people, members of their flock. And so uh, they are a, a corporate uh, animal. They're not alone, you know what I mean. Uh, they call it, uh, um, they don't go solo, you know. They, they have to be with others. So this matter of the companionship and relationship, I very, very much agree with that. Um, even in uh, good times, we cannot go on without companions. Not just when we need help. And so uh, I did a little survey of the, of the Old Testament, the whole Bible actually, about this whole matter of what we eventually call twos and threes. You have heard of that? Twos and threes. It is all over the Bible. All over the Bible. I think we can have a few meetings on that. But the point is, the strength, uh, two is better than one, right? Mm -hmm. Three-fold cord is not easily broken. Right? Um, um, uh, you just go, go through the Bible, just the twos and threes is consistent throughout the Old Testament and the New. So this matter of the vital relationship, of the vital companionship, is a principle. It is not a optional uh, practice. It is a principle in the Bible that the supply, the strength, the mutuality, uh, all the way to the action of carrying out God's will in terms of warfare, in terms of fruit bearing, in terms of service, the principle is always two and three, uh, at least to start with. So I think great thing about this is whether you're in a big church or a tiny little church in the prairies, you 
still practice this. Um, this is not something that is meeting dependent, not that the meetings are not important, but I would say this relationship actually is almost as important as the meetings because this is our daily life. Our regular church life, 80% is meeting the big meetings. It is elsewhere, and so this vital companionship is a must for survival at a minimum, but for more so for accomplishing God's need, especially in the area of fruit bearing and sugar. So I like to really underscore this, this matter. Now, uh, I like to uh, mention a few things to you, um, also very much because of the fellowship here this weekend. Uh, uh, number one is I'm uh, very burdened that uh, you all would continue and not just stop somewhere, including those who have been to the training, uh, to continue to build up a, uh, a strong uh, uh, habit uh, of self-feeding. Self-feeding, that means nourishing yourself. Now there's this verse in Timothy, uh, for, uh, 1 Timothy 4. It says, be a good minister of Christ Jesus. All right? All time in Timothy. And it says what? Be nourished with the uh, words of, the, of Christ Jesus and the, of the good teaching which you have closely followed. Well, that word, being nourished, uh, in English is in passive voice. Well, if you look at the footnote, you'll find out actually it means nourishing up. Rather, it is an active voice. That means you're not sitting there, ah, nourish me, being nourished. No. The meaning there is you, Timothy, nourish yourself up. Nourish yourself up. So we all must, in this, in this kind of age we're living in, we have to fight. We have to be aggressive on a daily basis nourish ourselves. Because if you don't, nothing else will happen. Nothing else will work. So, uh, to uh, this is why I'm so strong about getting out of this kind of mentality or practice or, or idea of what we call doing a morning revival. It is not doing a morning revival. It is nourishing yourself with the word of the Lord. Or in a, at a time with the Lord. That's really what it means. So, if you have not done that, you have not been revived. You have not been revived. So, I hope there will be advancement, there will be improvement uh, among you uh, in the way you come to the Word of the Lord to nourish yourself. Um, uh, you know, uh, this morning, Brother Ed Martin were talking to each other a little bit. You know, I brought up the matter of musing, you know, musing. Um, I don't know how many of you muse on the Word of God in a prayer-reading way, but musing on the Word is a very, very particular thing. And you have to go to Psalm 119 to find a footnote that uh, Brother Lee talks about this matter. And that is how to um, uh, consider the Word, pray with the Word, um, Praise with the word uh, uh, to the point that you are talking to yourself. You are, um, uh, you see what I'm saying? Um, and, and 
that way you really nourish yourself up. And a lot of times it does not take a lot of verses. I tell you, for me, one verse is masticated. A lot of times one word, a phrase, you just masticate, you chew it, and I tell you, you get nourished. Now, the main thing is to not get light. The main thing is to go for the life. Amen. The life supply. And the light will come. The light will come. And of course, there's a lot of materials there. I'm afraid some of the morning revival consists of opening scan the verses and then read the ministry and close the book. I've done my morning revival. You didn't get one bit revived. You just read through that day's reading. And that is not the true revival. You have to touch the Lord. You have to feed. And you have to feed deeply. Um, so um, don't, don't stop it when you are advanced even in this matter of contacting the Lord and feeding yourself nourishing yourself up deeply. And not only so, talk about uh, companions. Uh, you know what really to us, he said, you should gather some together and just call on the Lord together as a group. Well, that is absolutely right. Gather together and pray read together. You know what I mean? Gather together and, and pray together. All of this, we, we, we do need a kind of a recovery of the genuine pray reading of the word. This is this is the bottom. You know, they're nourishing yourself up. With the words of the Lord Jesus, with the Bible, with the uh, teaching you're closely followed, with the ministry that we have, I tell you, we, we, we need to get nourished. When you're nourished, all kinds of good things will happen. So that is the first thing. Now, along with this, I would like to really say a word, and I speak to myself too, and that is this thing. Okay? This thing, which, which I have one almost chained to me, by the invisible chain. Uh, so much so that in the morning when I get up, the first thing that comes to my mind is the, not the Lord Jesus, but last night's email that I didn't get, mm -hmm. uh, that came to me during the time when I was sleeping. So, uh, uh, the temptation, the thing, uh, today this whole, this whole digital device, smartphones, tablets, what have you, on the one hand is very, very useful to us, of course, I'm not saying anything against that, but at the same time, this thing has is could be spelling our spiritual poverty. Could be the reason of our spiritual poverty is this thing. Because it is occupying so much of our heart, occupying so much of our time, occupying so much of our attention, so that even the time that we spend with the Lord is not deep, it's distracted, it is always with something else here. You know, especially today, we have everything in this phone. Um, uh, you know what I mean? The Bible is there, the hymn is there, and, and every other manner of things is also there. And I don't know when they will start coming up with a little thing that can have multi uh, pages that can open on your little uh, device. Uh, you know, and so you start multitasking. You know, um, uh, the Bible is over here. One task you're doing at the same time you are texting with someone over there and then you're reading over here. Uh, I, I was making a joke. I was saying that my 
Bindis talk about a triangular love affair. There's no clearer one than that. When we are contacting the Lord while we are texting someone. You know what I mean? Um, now, I may be exaggerating, brothers, but I really, as someone said, I propose we need digital Sabbaths. <laughs> we need time that is away from us. We need time that is not, we're not distracted by this thing and solely concentrate on the Lord. Are you, do you agree with me? Uh, even, uh, you know, even I myself, you know, in meetings, I would be doing this and doing that. And, and this thing has, uh, has, on the one hand, very useful to us, uh, should be our, our slave, but now it has come to a point that we have become slaves to this thing. Um, and I really feel this, this may be, you think this is a small matter, I don't think so. I think, I don't think so. I think this is competing with our attention to the world. Uh, that when we are doing this kind of thing, we just cannot be calm, entirely just focus on the Lord himself and on the Word. So I hope that even this kind of practice we would and today talk about no time to read life studies or whatever. Actually, I don't think it's no time. It's much time spent surfing on something else. If we would take away that time, there would be time in our lives to read the Word, to study the Word, and be in the spiritual things, the things of the Lord. Absolutely. So it is a competition. It is a fight for our attention and our time. I, I, I hope I hope this means something to, to all of us. Okay, then I would like to say something here about um, uh, two things. Number one, uh, that is uh, about the uh, GTCA. You know about GTCA. Uh, so uh, uh, we, um, we begun this GTCA move, so to speak, which is really what's move in America uh, since about five years ago. And since that time, 2008, since then, we have, before the Lord, the co-workers have I thought that in 10 years' time, we would take 100 cities in the North American continent. Well, uh, it has been five years, and uh, um, uh, uh, next year will be 2014, and uh, we counted that there would be we would have covered 62 cities by then. Uh, uh, now, not all the cities are brand new. There's some, uh, a few of them are not brand new. Some are recovered testimonies of the Lord. Uh, some others are existing weak cities that need to be strengthened, but most of them are new. So there's 62 cities thus far. And next year, 2014, there will be 20 cities. 20 cities. And um, in uh, uh, by 2018, if we're faithful, we would have 10 new cities each year that will bring us easily up to 100 cities by that year. Now, I'm not here going to tell you a lot of details about this, but I do want to put this before you because I believe uh, uh, this matter should be front and center to the, to the so-called young adults. Uh, this is not some older co-workers doing this and that, this should be you 
rising up to bear the burden, at least in prayer, for the Lord's move in America. Amen? Uh, and Canada. And uh, uh, you, should, you should remember this, and also pray for this, and as the Lord leads and burdens, be engaged in it. When you say, how do I get engaged in it? Well, one is every February, Two weeks, as you know, those have been through the training. We have these gospel trips where we send teams of full timers plus other saints locally and, and, and otherwise to one of these cities for two weeks to preach the gospel, to distribute books and Bibles, etc. And that's how the work began in a, in a locality. So uh, I hope that uh, you would consider that and you will spread this word. Um, the next year we will have these 20 cities again, and you can actually contact these places and find out how to uh, participate in these trips. I, I would say if you can take a, a PTO, you can take a, 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 some time off from your work. To, to spend a week or, or two to do this work, I think that might really bring forth a revival in you. That may open your eyes, that will put a fire within you for this land, for uh, the people, for the gospel. I believe so. Um, and you have been blessed, you will be blending with the saints, you will have your heart broadened, um, not just being in your locality, but really see something of the you know, in, in this continent. So, um, uh, the, if you want to find out more about this information, you go to gtca.us, gtca.us, and all the current information will be there. Now, along, um, and, and the dates are usually the first two weeks, excuse me, the first two weeks of February, typically the first two weeks of February. And these 20 cities are spread throughout the whole, whole country. Now, um, the, um, 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 along with this, there's another website called wemigrate.org, wemigrate.org, no space. Uh, and that would be a, 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 a site that would furnish information to all the saints who have a burden to migrate to these places. We're putting, as we speak, new pages of all these London cities on there, so you can at a glance uh, find out uh, lots of information about the city, current situation, population, schools, uh, neighborhoods, etc., etc., that will help you uh, to know more. And obviously, uh, points of contact and, uh, and even the spiritual situation there. So um, I hope that you would also um, go take a look at that and. Uh, Perhaps the Lord may need you, maybe because of work, because of job, because of various reasons, you would have some idea of where the Lord is moving, you know, in these in some of these new places. So I hope that uh, that would be there. okay. So that's one point. Then uh, uh, one more point is I have to here make a plug, and it's a little bit difficult for me to do, but I still have to make a plug for Bibles for America, and uh, I will go into that. But you just go to bfa.org, all right? Just go to bfa.org and you'll find out a lot there. Um, for example, um, we have a, a, the eighth track that has come up called Being Free.
from the fear of death. A wonderful track. And we are putting out these uh, video tracks now that are coming out. There are two new ones that have come out that you can send links to your friend or other safe uh, uh, acquaintances, family members uh, in a digital format. Not to mention that there's so many uh, Bibles and books and, and, and material that are free for the taking. So um, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's at your service and this will uh, a lot of tools to help you to actually um, uh, spread the truth and the gospel in your daily lives and wherever, wherever your burden may be. All right, so that, that's, that's that. And then one last thing, uh, and, and I'm done here. Um, uh, back to the sheep. Um, um, I think the, uh, the point really this weekend, uh, to me, really came out loud and clear thus far in the meetings this weekend on the mending ministry of John, is really two things. Number one, be mended. And number two, go mend. Amen? Or we can say, be shepherded and go shepherd. Go shepherd. Be perfected and go to perfect. To me, that underscores the burden of this weekend. And I would like to say that to you all. And I don't call you young adults. I call you adults because you are not young adults. You are adults. Young adults to me is below 19 and under. All right? Those above are adults. So um, um, uh, you have to be constantly at this age, at your age, uh, seek to be perfected by the Lord. And at the same time, at the same time, it is your turn, absolutely your turn, to go and perfect others, or shepherd others. Uh, be mended and go and mend. You know, the, uh, the, in, in John 21, you have the conversation between Peter and the Lord, right? The three asking, do you love me, do you love me? And then the commission, or the answer is, right? Shepherd. So the first time is, feed my sheep, uh, feed my lambs. Number two, shepherd my sheep. And the third time, feed my sheep. Well, if you read the footnotes, the lambs actually means little lambs. And the sheep, they actually mean little sheep. Um, so, um, there's always someone little, someone small, someone young, someone new around us, uh, whether they would be saints in the church life or definitely with um, um, uh, unsaved and believers who are being saved and also coming into the church life, whether we're talking about our own children, our young people, our college age, um, 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 uh, or we're talking about new ones that we're gaining. Uh, the whole vital burden eventually is to bear fruit. And so um, uh, I would say today uh, in the church life, it's almost like these are the two things we, we should just take care of daily. Number one, Lord, mend me. Amen. Amen. Adjust me, Lord. Grow in me, Lord. Build me, Lord. Equip me, right? Constantly. This kind of prayer, this kind of attitude. 
But at the same time, you don't wait. You are just busily taking care of a little lamb, or a few little lambs, or a few little sheep here and there. And by doing that, you will actually gain the most perfect. By perfecting others, you actually will become very, very much perfected. And by this kind of a wonderful cycle, we will grow in the Lord. We will be built up ourselves. Amen? Amen. So I'd like to just mention those points. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.